The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear a brilliant marketer talk through the strategy, framework, and tactics used to elevate their brands to new heights. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast. As you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey, and today we're going to hear about leveraging Microsoft for revenue growth and the impact of Bing and ChatGPT on brands. Join us is Tal Jacobson, who's the CEO at Perion, which is a global advertising technology company whose synergy solutions are delivered across three primary channels of digital advertising, search, social, and display video CTV advertising. Look, Tal just joined us, got back from Israel into New York late last night. So we're going to have him on. We're just going to jump into anything we want. But let's start with talking about how brands use Microsoft to drive revenue. Here's my conversation with Tal Jacobson, CEO at Perion. What's going on, dude? Hey, thanks for having me, Scott. Absolutely. Obviously, I, I agree with you. I think Bing's been underrated for a while. I've heard a lot of people talking about, you know, chat GPT and, and being kind of being used together at times. But you're the expert. Israel's known for a ton of technology. So I'm curious what you're doing out there and how do we use technology to grow and maybe even just your background. So maybe just rift on how you and your agency and, and tech firm view the world. And then we'll get into how we can make more money with some of these channels we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So a bit about me. So my name is Tal Jacobson. I'm the CEO of Perrier Network. Uh, I've been in the industry, the online advertising industry since 1997, so 26 years now focusing mainly on the growth through technology and uh, different companies such as Macromedia that was acquired by Adobe, ICQ acquired by AOL, part of the founding team of SimilarWeb, which is you know, a big company now. And in the past five years, part of Perion Network. And I was running the vision that built the, the relationship and the partnership with Microsoft Advertising, who became their biggest supply partner. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's about me. That's about Perion. Perion is a uh, publicly traded company, we're doing very well, one year over year. And we're concentrating on how do we get more technologies, more tools to the advertising uh, space to gain more and more advertising budgets. So obviously this is a huge market. And as you probably know, you know, advertisement is the engine, is the fuel behind the economy, right? You need people to buy so the economy can grow. And people buy when you show them advertisement. So that's the fuel of the entire economy. So advertisement is always going to be here. Digital advertisement just made it a lot smarter. It gave us the ability to measure everything. So 
if you're a retailer, if you're a brand, it might be Target, it might be Audi, it might be United, right? When you can drive your advertisements through technology, you can actually measure what works better. So now we work with Microsoft Advertisement on a lot of different divisions within Microsoft Advertisement. So they have Bing, the search engine, which is showing great success, especially now with AI. They, they put in a lot of investment to AI and with ChatGPT, which I think is, is groundbreaking. And I think we're just starting to see the innovation within that. And I think that's going to totally change the internet and totally change the, the digital space. But that's, that's going to take time to completely revisionize how things are working. But we're also working with Microsoft on all the other parts, right? So Microsoft has the vision called Xander, which we drive CTV campaigns, right? So TV streaming ads, we do that with them as well, right? We buy high impact advertisements for tier one brands in the US. So, you know, we've been doing all that with Microsoft. We've been doing that with, with a lot of other companies and, and yeah, paving through technology. All right, let's take the training wheels off a little bit on rebrand here. And, and I do want a small disclaimer. LinkedIn is an advertiser of the show. I promised our audience we'd be transparent. We still do not have any paid guests on this show. And sometimes I say that when, especially when I have technology or ad platform partners on this show, but we are excited to have, I mean, LinkedIn as, a, as, a, as a, our first advertiser of the show, which is pretty badass. So what, l- let me ask you this. I mean, you, you understand the world. I mean, you freaking help. Microsoft build Bing. And I love people on your side that, that help a platform and then have gone to the agency side. I use an Amazon agency and some of the, the guys at this agency helped Amazon with their ad platforms. And they do very, very well for a brand I'm in on right now, a golf brand. But the question I have for you is why is Instagram and Facebook, whatever, AKA Meta able to sell such a larger percentage of their advertising inventory compared to Google and compared to Microsoft. Obviously, Microsoft owns LinkedIn as well. They're, they're, they've got their hand in, in a number of different projects. But I mean, I think I heard a stat where Google's selling 60 to 70% of their total ad inventory where, you know, Meta's in the, in the 90%. I don't even know what Microsoft is. You'd probably have a better answer. And it, I personally think Microsoft's search engine Bing is, is pretty fantastic, honestly. So I'm just curious, like, what's the play for these tech companies and where's the opportunity for ad companies? First of all, I, I totally agree that, you know, I think Bing is, is an amazing search engine. I think it has so many different features that, you know, honestly, I think Google are missing. And I think it's a great product. Now, in terms of, I, I don't have the exact numbers of how much of the inventory Meta sells as opposed to Google, TikTok, Microsoft, but I think all those huge companies have, it's, they always have more inventory that they can sell. There's always more inventory. So on the one side, you would ask, so why, why can't they sell everything? On the other side, they have so much inventory. It's almost impossible to sell everything. But that's the opportunity, right? I mean, every advertiser can basically log in. And most of those companies have a self-serve platform. So you can be an SMB, you can be a creator, you can be a huge brand. Everybody would find their own audience there. And again, I, I think you're absolutely right that LinkedIn is an amazing platform. You have your targeted audience there, and I think they're doing an amazing job, you know, under the Microsoft uh, advertising platform. 
On the Bing side, do you know what percent of audience uses Bing versus Google as a search engine? Obviously, Microsoft has their hands in so many other ad platform things. And then my second question to follow up to that is on the CTV side. We've certainly seen a, a big boom in, in CTV usage, and I think there's a big opportunity in CTV. But could you give us an idea? Like, I, I just remember when I was more involved in our search campaigns, we would always use Bing and we would see better return on ad spend on Bing because there's just obviously less competition. So I'm curious if that's still potentially an opportunity in the search game. And then maybe just understanding how big a pie the search engine business that Google has, which seems very fickle, by the way, too. I don't understand how, you know, I know Bing's run advertising before, but it just seems like if you got people to just start from a search standpoint differently, it's huge opportunity. And then the third side is where do you see CTV going? How does Microsoft plan to CTV and others? And, and where do you see that game going? So let's start with, you know, Microsoft versus Google, right? Although I personally think Microsoft Bing is better than uh, Google.com, eventually people are not using the search engine. They're mostly using the, the browser and by that define the search engine, right? So a lot of people, when they get a new computer, they automatically download Chrome, right? Even though all browsers now are based on Chrome. So even if you use Microsoft Edge or Mozilla, right? Firefox or Brave, everything is Chrome. But people are so obsessed with Chrome and that comes with Google, right? And when you use an Android phone, that comes with Google. And when you use an iPhone phone, Google actually closed an agreement with Apple that there is paying them a lot of money. So you would have Google by default. It's not that Apple thinks that Google is the best search engine. They're just paying the best, right? So that's why Google has the majority of the market. I would say around 90% of the market. But you're right. Microsoft has so many different things. You know, the search engine is just one of them. And I think they're thinking a lot more globally. How do they merge everything together? And I think through AI, they're going to grow their different assets. Now, in terms of CTV, I think that's an important question. Now, we're seeing now Netflix is getting bigger in CTV, right? Hulu is actually the biggest moneymaker in the U.S. out of CTV. And the second one is YouTube, because people are actually watching YouTube a lot on TV. So the second biggest CTV player, especially in the U.S., is, is YouTube, right? We are obviously, when, when we drive traffic, we drive creatives on CTV, we buy on everything. And we also buy through Microsoft on Netflix. But we're buying on pretty much all the platforms. Wow, you're buying Netflix through Microsoft. That's interesting. Because Microsoft Zender are the one who sells the Netflix ads. Correct. Mm -hmm. Let's just maybe before we get to the next episode, I, I'd love to dive into how AI is going to change the platforms in the search business. It sounds like what I'm hearing is you think AI is going to give Microsoft being a, a major advantage in the future, potentially. Is that with chat GPT? That's what I assume. I know there's a million other platforms. I know our agency subscribes to everyone we can so we can consistently learn about how we implement AI in our daily agency lives. But maybe where do you think the future is going in terms of CTV and the players and the platforms and the advertisers? I don't know, call it the next two to five years. I know you don't have a crystal ball, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to figure it out. So yeah, absolutely AI, especially generative AI is the coolest thing now where you can generate through data. You know, in advertisement, we're, it's all about 
doing the right creative to the right audience and then measure if that, if you made the right choice and if not, correct it, right? And machine learning, generative AI with machine learning just made that possible at a larger scale, right? So for example, we're working with a lot of retailers, Albertson, Macy's and, and so forth. And we, we're getting their data and our data and third-party data. And through that and through our algorithm, we're building hundreds of thousands of creatives automatically, and we drive those ads across the nation on different platforms, right? So CTV, out of home, display, video, right? And then through machine learning, we know that a specific creative, let's say we're promoting an ice cream, but with a yellow background, and then we're promoting an ice cream with a blue background, and we know which one got better engagement or better clicks, better views, whatever it is. And then through machine learning, we can send the information back and say, okay, you know what? We need more ads with blue backgrounds. So that would create more ads with blue backgrounds for those specific areas, right? To get better engagement, higher return on spent. So that's without machine learning and AI, generative AI, that wouldn't be possible. And that's, I think that's the future. And that's why we're so invested in that. Is generative AI, is that different than like a chat GPT that's that in terms of how it works? Obviously, machine learning in terms of media buying, you know, obviously we had that for a while and, and have used programmatic for a long time. Is the generative AI, and this probably sounds like a dumb question, I feel like I'm somewhat well-versed in AI, but I want to make sure I understand very specifically, so I'm, I'm going to ask probably a dumb question, but is it just in terms of it generating different things. It's not, this isn't where we're in artificial intelligence, right? That's not what you're talking about. You're talking about generating images with machine learning that, that and programmatic, that telling it what it needs to generate. Is that what you're talking about? Or what's the platform that be used on that? Or is that something you guys have built in-house? Right. So most of our technology we build in-house, but we are using third-party components like OpenAI and so forth. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. We're using generative AI to generate variations of text, variations of images, variations of sounds, and it's getting better and better and better. So we can create, again, hundreds of thousands of different creatives, audio creatives, video creatives, photo creatives, right? And we can, we can generate the, the messaging for different locations in the U.S., and different hours in the day in different locations and different products, right? And that, to do that manually, that would be insanely hard as opposed to now, it's all through algorithms. Now, I think if I'll take the next step of what we're asking, there's the, the next step of actual artificial intelligence where you get an autonomous agent of AI and you tell it, you know what? Look at everything we've done up till now what do you think is going to be the next thing? What do you think should be the next creative? Not based on if it's blue or green, but based on what you know from the, amount, the insane amount of data that we have. What do you think would be the, the winning creative to try sales? And that's something we're actually playing with. Autonomous agents, which is really how it sounds. You're giving it a task to think of its own what would be the next big thing? What, what would be the next thing for the advertisers to drive more revenue? 
Okay. I have so many AI questions. I think just because <laughs> you're obviously building some of the machines. And I think a lot of this audience understands power programmatic and generative AI and firms like yourself and, you know, obviously publicly traded company you're working with some pretty sophisticated technology. I mean, there's so much going on in AI and, and back to my kind of what's the future of marketing question look like. Here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to tease the audience and bring you back like we do all our guests the next day. And I want to dive more into this. I think we had a, a, a more technical topic, like, you know, I think AI and Bing to drive revenue or something or wh whatever, but like things like, I think the market is headed to some really interesting creative work through AI. And I've had a lot of conversation about this. And one of the things that I think are really interesting in terms of how you can generate actors and celebrities with, without actually them acting which from a production standpoint gets really interesting. And, and I do want to also talk about the Black Mirror episode with Penelope Cruz, which I'm sure you've talked to some people about. So let's go a little more futuristic technology uh, for our next show. That would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. If your listeners can send some questions and we can uh, do a deep dive into specific things. You know, obviously there are so many different mind-blowing things that are going to happen now, right? I've been speaking with a company now that just got funded and they're doing deep fake for advertisement. So what they do is, so let's say you're doing a Dr. Pepper commercial, right? In, in the US, but you want to distribute that in Asia. Now you can do, you can dub in whatever Japanese or Vietnamese or whatever, but then the lips are not going to move because they're exactly the same, right? Yeah. And you would need actors for that. So what they would do is they would take the, first of all, ChatGPT would write the text that would make sense. Second, they would do the voiceover that actually sounds like a human being. But the most incredible thing is they would do a deep fake of the actor so the lips would sync with the voice. So it wouldn't look like, you know, a 70s Kung Fu movie, right? Where they yeah. just dub in not, not in sync. So I think we're going to see so many different new technologies. It's, it's, it's incredible how even local brands can go globally without investing in more video and more actors, production, exciting times. I love this. We're, we're going we're gonna to take the gloves off a little bit and we're going to go all future AI. We're going to go, we got Tal Jenkinson, CEO of Perion, which, you know, obviously an expert in this space. So, okay. We're going to wrap up this episode of the Rebrand Podcast. Big thanks to Tal Jacobson, who's CEO of Perion, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Tal and I are going to discuss the future of AI in the advertising industry. We're going to talk all things AI, you know, could be machine learning, could be image generated. I mean, there's just so much to go through. And I want to dedicate an entire episode and not get too tactical in the weeds. I think our title before was like being in chat GBT's impact on brands, which Obviously, we'll get into that too. But if you can't wait till the next episode, you want to learn more about Tal, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can find him on Twitter at, at Tal Jacobson or their company website at perion.com. And that's P-E-R-I-O-N.com. Again, if you didn't have a chance to take notes, you know the deal. Rebrandpod.com has everything you need. Our big thing is uh, people subscribing, mostly on Apple and Spotify. That's our KPI we look for. So if you like this content, if you know people that are in marketing, don't like reading these long, lengthy books and, and just want to talk to experts every day that are in the trenches doing this shit, I, I think we might be the home for you. So feel free to send to your friends or 
coworkers. We're really trying to build up this marketing community. Appreciate everyone for the support. You can find me just at Scott Herkey on pretty much most of the social channels. Love to connect any way possible. And again, subscriptions are the key. We're 7,000 plus strong subscribers and, and we've been consistently a top 50 business podcast in the US. So that's really cool. Thanks for your support. Thanks to all the guests that come on. Thanks to the people that are sharing and doing all their stuff. So just appreciate everyone so much. All right, that's it for today. Remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 